You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Sports Day for Kias, EV6 and Sydney Sports Hub. Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Yeah, good evening, Malcolm Blight and David Wildey. This is Sports Day SA. If you're moving a house, use a team that's easy and affordable. Budget car and truck rental, 13-27-27. Get on the road faster, 13-27-27. Blighty, how are you? David Wildey, look, I'm really good. Another mildish day. Um, not as much rain today, but uh, coolish still. Yeah, I went to the dentist this morning. I hate the dentist. Oh, She's lovely, my dentist, by the way. But yeah. Hate it. Hate going. I've got to go don't Thursday, like Thursday. They always seem to find something wrong. <laughs> I don't know why. Why is no, that? I'm going to a hygienist. It's all come party. Oh, yeah, get it, it clean. Yeah, get it all done now. Yeah. Hey, talking about clean, um, Gary Bacanara in the paper this morning has rated the Adelaide Football Club Saw that. as ABCs. We've been doing that for ages. I, In my day, when I started this, I used to go a quarter, a half, three quarters and a one. And a one was a bloke, played every week, good player, becomes a one. And so the team had to add up to 22. So. Only you could do that. Quarter, <laughs> half, three quarters, one. Yeah. So but it's, it's the same principle yeah. as ABC, you know, yeah. C plus, B minus, all that sort of stuff. Adelaide had a lot of C graders. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that's why he thinks it's going to take at least four years to threaten, a, you know, a grand final. Yeah, that's probably. It. Yeah, I, I think that's right. Once you stay down the bottom, you, you only have to look at history to give you this, of, of, you know, what we're talking about now, is since the draft and the salary cap, if you stay down for three or four years, you get a quantity yes. of players. Yep. And I've talked about it. If it doesn't matter about quality, you just need a quantity of draft picks and usually they pop up and you have a crack and you usually make a plumy final. Yeah, well, so they're probably four years off that, yeah. Well, a couple of things he said, getting Dawson great, and he said Rankin will be a, a yep. great coup. Just just get him. He said yep. they need that sort of talent. Those two glaring errors, though, in, you know, you're, whether, you, whether it's a half, quarter, three quarters, whatever, or ABC, there's no way that Fisher Mackesy, when he's only got about eight or nine B-graders in the team. Most of them are C-graders. He's got Adelaide. He's got Fisher Mackesy as a B-grader. Now, Fisher will probably be delisted or will go back to Melbourne. Uh, hasn't played a game. And the other one, he's only got three A-graders. Yeah, Rory Sloan's an A-grader. Rory well, Laird's an A-grader. And Tom Duday. Now, I think only Rory Laird and maybe Taylor Walker. I don't think right now, right here, Rory Sloan's an A-grader. No, he's, a, he's, he's missed the years. So. And he's getting old and hasn't yeah. played and there's no way Tom Duday right now is an A grader in terms of where, how hard they they've got Jordan Dawson as a B grader. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd have him in front of Tom at the moment. I mean, and the other thing with Jordan Dawson, if you take just the Crows' form, he's had a great year. You know, what he'd be the seen. top two BNF, you think? And and he ran third in the Sydney Best and Ferris. So yes. he, he's a genuine probably A A minus. You like to put a plus or a minus in front of some. Yeah, of course of you do. I mean, you just I, go through. Uh, who do you agree with then? Who do you disagree with? Taylor Walker's have to, he'd have to be an A minus, surely, or B plus. Yeah, better than a B. Jason Jackson Hakeley is B. They've got him as a. Well, yeah. I don't reckon he is a B. Right, he can't make the side either. No, I can't believe that. Ned McHenry, B grade, probably probably He's improved. Nearly got nearly got to there. 
Harry Schonberg. Uh, round the mark. Just off. Darcy Fogarty's probably got there, which is good. Brody Smith's always been there. Probably more B-plus Brody. Yeah, I yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have thought. Elliot Himmelberg's probably a bit high, but he is a second Ruckman backup, so that could also be there. Riley O'Brien, well, he's one of... Yeah, that's yeah, fair. Just a, a B-grader. An honest... And Fisher Magazine. Yeah, he's the odd one out, Fisher Magazine. You're quite right. That's a horrible uh, oh, assessment. This is, this, this is the list I do like, though. These are the developing 20 and under. Riley Thorthorpe. So he hasn't graded these then? No. Right, okay, yeah. Josh Rochelle. Oh, these could be potential A graders. Sam Berry. Yeah, another one certainly B. He's got Lockie Golan. He didn't play very well on the weekend. These guys need more time. They don't, in some of these, don't need more time for me. Saligo. Peddler. Luke Peddler after well, the weekend. Oh, he showed a bit on the weekend. Uh, Jake Saligo, quite right. Braden Cook showed something. Yeah. They, James they, Borlase they, did a couple of things. Tarek Newchurk was disappointing in that game on the weekend. Um Zach Taylor, I really did like a few things there. Luke Nankervis and Patrick Parnell. So that's – when you say they need more time, mate, if you get five of them up – And you could. You, you've got – But you could – five of those yeah, could be very in, good In two players. or three years' time, that might be the basis of yeah. your team that does play finals. Yeah. I mean, when you when you put it that way, because that is your, your future, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And some of those have, uh, you know, have really, really come on nicely. And then you add people to that – well, like, you, had, you had Rankin there yeah, and another first-round pick and hopefully snare another player across. You know, two or three years, you've got an extra six or eight players in that team. Yeah, and you've got, you know, couple, Nick Murray is going to be a really interesting fight. Lockie okay. Scholl, Lockie Scholl. Jordan Butts has been, for a kid to hold down full-back for He's two better years. Than C, yeah, yeah, better than a C, Yeah, better than a C. Kieran Strawn. Geez, didn't he play a game in the final the other day? And then you've got Worrell, who looks like being something. Paul Seedsman, who we haven't seen for 12 months. And Brett Turner at, at Sandville levels of Jet and starting may get a crack. I, I like so, the young group. That's what. Yeah, that's there. that's that's really interesting. So, and but it's not an old group. It's not an old group, David. And that's why, when some of these guys another preseason or two preseason, just imagine that, some of these kids are going to come hard and quick. Mm. We got Neil Baum coming up, and also Ben Hudson. So yeah, that's Richmond. Yeah. Playing Brisbane, up in Brisbane. It's going to be some sort of game, isn't it? And Barmy's got the book out. Oh, yes. He's, he's, got a, book. he's had a, when you look at Neil Barm's life, 50 years in footy, and you would have had, you've had more than 50 in footy. Yeah. It's a long while and you've seen a lot, done a lot. But yeah. Interesting character. He seems to have the minus touch with the clubs he goes to. He's more of a, um, he's got a resonating voice. It's it's not a calming influence for a lot of people, isn't he? When you think he was a big monster before, but he's been really good. Yeah, he was. I played against him uh, when he played for Richmond. Um, he was certainly uh, he was certainly a hard man. They were having, a hard team then. Having a bit of trouble with their phones, uh, people ringing, haven't been able to get through at the moment, so we might have to leave that. But, yeah, the, um, I wonder if they did the same with Port Adelaide. It probably will do Port Buckingham going for the old clubs. How many A graders and B graders? I, I dare say it'd be a lot more than Adelaide's at the moment. Oh, no, of course they would because where they finished uh, last year, or not so much this year, but the last two previous years, they, they've been very handy. And I, I, as I said to you, I don't think Port Adelaide are still out of it. I, you, you just look at Geelong, you know, you think, oh, they're, they're not, they can't keep doing it. But older players hang on longer now, don't they? They've been better looked after. They've been better looked after their body. Uh, Why did Geelong do it so well, Blighty, with, with Chris Scott? I mean, he's brought in so many... Overage, you know, from Tui to Isaac Smith. Um, the players that come in, even even a younger player like Stingle, but they all fit in well. They seem to fit in well, don't they? Yeah, they do. Let's go to Tom wants to speak about Carlton. Hello, Tom. 
I just want to get a rundown. I was just reading the paper the last couple of days. Now, I don't know too much about him. I know he was a high draft pick. Now, I don't know if you've seen my lot. What's his name? The defender, you, Fisher McAsee? Fisher McAsee yep. for the Crows, yeah. What's, what's he I wouldn't, yeah. Well, I think, he, Tom, I think he's got, um, he's got potential, Bloody, whether he's been coached well or that he hasn't liked his time in Adelaide. He was a very, very good junior. He got picked up at pick six, a very good junior, and he slipped backwards. They played him, I remember you saying they played him too early too. He looked a oh, fish out of water. He uh, was terrible early in his first year. But he, he could be someone like, a, go back home. Yep. And a, he's a big lad, what, six or four, six, five. Yep. A good size, a bit of confidence. He can make something of those players. Yeah, he played 10 games last year, and he, and he was. I remember watching the first few games, and I thought, oh, he's so out of his depth. You know, sometimes. 10 last year, or 10 in his third year, yeah, is yeah, it? Yeah, 10 in right. his career. Yeah, yeah. He comes from East Brighton in uh, in Melbourne. He's 198 centimetres. I watched him pretty closely on the weekend as a forward, and I, I've got a funny feeling he's not a forward at this stage. To me, didn't quite impact the contest no, enough, like no. throw his weight around a bit more. And it, you know, sometimes you actually see some blokes that actually have got a forward craft. Yeah. And it doesn't look, you know, and I know you can't see off the TV. I think he's a backman. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. I'm thinking. Go, just run at the ball. Well, yeah. Run at the ball, so, have a crack. Yeah, and we've got Mark. Hi, Mark. How are you? G'day, guys. Listen, I was watching the um, Norwood and the Crows game. And yep. I was looking at the Ruckman. The first thing I thought about Sean Wren. He just acts like Sean Wren. The way he walks, he taps. He looks a bit like Sean. He looks like Sean Wren. I reckon this guy is better than the guy O'Brien. I reckon this guy could be better than O'Brien. I hate to lose him. He's got to be talent in the future. Extraordinary. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. Played well, didn't he? does sort of go around a bit like Rennie, doesn't he? He's got the... I should never say this, but <laughs> I never used this, and I loved. I used to love the ruck when I told yeah. you. When I played the midfield, they're your best mates. Yep. You know, occasionally I used to say they give you a freebie, you know, when they get a tap to you. But like a praying mantis, aren't they? You know, well, he, he they're is. all sort of arms and legs for a while. Yeah. And that's why they take a lot longer. Same as like Elliot Himmelberg, you know, who's on this list. Same as Fisher Magazine. Yeah. Maybe, maybe these taller blokes do take longer. Interesting stuff. Thanks, Mark. Lumo SA, Aussie-owned with residential electricity plans for SA. A big show today. Coming up not far away is Neil Balm, also Ben Hudson, and Tuesday's True or False. Sports Day for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Sports Day for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Sorry, only we could have a bit well, of... headphones uh, got wrapped uh, around my chair. And around, around his neck. And I thought he was going to choke him. No, we saved him. How's we that? saved David Lurie. Now, that's How's better. That look? Yeah. <laughs> it's much better. What? Yeah, much better. Yeah. There we Okay, we are back in town. True, true or false, but let's quickly go to Lee. He wants to talk about Fisher Mackenzie. Hello, Lee. Hello, going. Why didn't Collingwood give up Brody Griney and they give us first in the Mackenzie? Give up, bro? Oh, gee, no, they wouldn't uh, do that, I don't think, Lee. Uh, Fisher Mackenzie for Grundy. They talk about Grundy going to Melbourne because they'll lose Luke Jackson. And I know Gorn's trying to get. Uh, seems like Collingwood. Are, Half happy for Grundy to go. Takes it out of their salary cap. Yeah, and I, but I did see Scott Pendlebury, the skipper, great player, said 
all Australian ruckmen don't grow on trees. And he's right with that. Oh, look, I think Collingwood are mad to get rid of Brody Gundry. Is that salary cap relief or is it because of another reason? I don't know. Well, he, he's missed most of the year. so And his previous three or four years have been outstanding, Bloody. So he's one you would, would certainly go to. Okay. Let's go to Tuesday's True or False. Thanks to Adelaide Auto 4x4. 15% off first purchase. And Weeks Homes discovered different. I am going to start here right now. Are you listening? Yes. Richmond, true or false, will knock over Brisbane in the first week of the finals. Yeah, Brisbane I, I, out. Okay, this is there's a new category. I reckon that's fifty five percent true. No, it's, is it true or false? It's true. It's got to be They'll true. Fifty five. Yeah, I think they can. Oh, Brisbane, a good team. We got Neil Balm coming up and Ben Hudson. Yeah, so we'll, we'll find out that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, on our little subject that we're talking about, Gary Bacanara and rating the Crows players. True or false, my first one. Adelaide will play finals regardless next year. Adelaide Crows will play finals? Yes. No, I think they're still a year out. Still a year away. Yeah. Uh, so that's false. So what did they win? Seven games, eight yeah. games? So they probably win, win four or five more. Yeah, I, I don't. Probably five. True or false, it's a good one here, but she saw them on the weekend. The Adelaide Crows reserves will win the Sandful Premiership. No, that's false. No, I can't be that definitive. I think North Adelaide have still got a lot to say about this year old team. I can't believe you've asked me that. Glen Elga's still around there. And Glen Elga's still around okay. too. Okay. My true or false in the second one is Port Adelaide will play finals next year. Yeah, I think they can certainly Ooh, push back true. into the finals. I don't I don't think top four. Okay. I think Port will be in the bottom half of the eight. Uh, a lot went wrong this year when you think Nort five, a lot of injuries. Yeah. And their last couple of games were quite good. Um, the coach is going to be there again. So I think uh, I think it's true. I think they can make V8. Very good. Do you agree? Or? Well, that's what I ask you. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if I'm agreeing with you or not. True or false? Matt Crouch will not be wearing Crows colours next year. Gee, the grapevine says that, doesn't it? I, I have to say that's probably true, David, the way it's unfolding. And, and the other thing is the way some of those young players that we talked about earlier in in the evening, are developing in the Sandful team. So I think they're going to have another preseason because they've got a bit of speed about Matt, them. Matt's for his own sake, I think. Yeah. And I love Matt. A good lad. Yeah. He's been a good player. Best of Paris, really. Australian. He's got to go somewhere else, get yeah. a game. I, I, th- I think he probably I can't see him suddenly getting a game no. with Crows, can you? No. no After he's done? No, no. My final one, true or false tonight, Geelong will not play finals next year. No, that's false. Uh, they oh, can, I'm keeping this. They can win the premiership this year and they will make the finals next year. So they'll definitely play finals next year. It'll be the oldest team by yeah. about three years. Oh, they'll get a few youngsters. They've got guys like Holmes has come in, Stingle's come in, Brad Close has come in, yeah. Zach Guthrie. They've got a few younger blokes. Um, how's this one? You man of thinking, man. Adelaide's AFLW side. What have they made? Four grand finals, won three. Yeah. Their time as the pace setters of the trend setters is over. Uh, no, that's false. And I'll tell you why it's false. Because you don't know, you really don't know what the new teams are going to do. They might have just had a bad start. And Matthew Clark now may get them back on track. And they played a very good side in Melbourne. Yeah, that's right. The grand, grand final. final last year. See, they, they might be the best yeah. side by far. I think, I, I'd, I'd wait another two rounds, David. I think there's a lot of average sides out there too. The other one I was going to throw... Is Carl Amon worth a second round pick? I reckon he is. I yeah. like. I actually like him as a player. He's got that lovely raking left foot kick. I think he's right at the peak of his powers. Port uh, Adelaide uh, deserve a second round pick. Yeah, I'd get, minimum. 
Yes. Might get first round, but certainly second. I agree. Good Couldn't stuff. Agree more. Now, if you're running a small to medium business, a builder, renovator, a tiler, Beaumont Tolls wants to help you. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you can win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. We've got to go to a break, but coming up shortly, Richmond's Neil Balm and Brisbane assistant Ben Hudson. Sports Day for Kia's EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year, and Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Sports Day SA, thanks to Mate. Make the switch to Mate Internet and Mobile. Our 5G mobile plans in every territory or state. Why wait? Make the switch to Mate. Well, one of our mates, Blighty, has been for a long while and uh, always comes on Sports Day SA is Neil Barman. Richmond, interesting year. Um, they not well. They didn't scrape it in eight, but uh, they made it tough work. But they they gave away three or four games where they really should have won in the last minute. Sort of got done, collared. Yeah, they've had some injuries, of course. And Dustin Martin, no, no bigger than him, of course. And we know how many games he's changed. But it, what about little Bolton, Shay Bolton? Has he come along? Oh, they got so, some. Yeah, got some really good got players. Some great players, yeah. and they've got a great man behind the scenes too. And, and Neil Barmy joins us now. Barmy, how are you? Uh, good, David and Malcolm. Lovely to hear your voices. Yeah, tell us, Richmond's different preparation when you won the flags because you finished a lot higher up. I'm, I'm just wondering your, your thoughts going into it. You've had a week's rest, like, which enables you to get a couple of players back. Hopefully Dustin Martin plays. But how have you seen the the different preparation, if you like, from where you're coming from to where you've been before? Well, it's been interesting because the last few years have all been, like, unique and different for all different reasons. So, I mean, this one's on its own as well. And, and in a funny way, our attitude and intent was fantastic, but we, we virtually gave back five results in, in lots of ways. If you look at it, you say, well, we should have won that, 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 and that, and we would have been in a much stronger position, which I think reflects a little bit more of what we can do. But as Malcolm said, we did have a few injuries and a few things happened and a few things got in the way. But fortunately, we've given our chance to, uh, to have another go, and we play Brisbane up there, um, and... You know, whilst it's an advantage for them to play at the Gabba, we, we, I think we want a flag there, so we, we don't mind playing exactly. there at all. So it's exactly right. Yeah. As, oh, that, you've stolen my best line of the day. I think our, <laughs> think our best is reasonably good. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. Um, Barmy, you're getting most uh, hands on deck. Uh, obviously good to Tom Lynch has been in super form. Uh, he'll play. Is Dustin Martin, the query, hasn't played for a long while. Um, do you think he will play this week? Oh, he's certainly a query because he hasn't played for a while, but uh, we wouldn't pick him in the 26 if we didn't think he could get up. He trained reasonably well this week, but I mean, there's still we've still got to make the trip. We've still got the captain's run. We've still got that decision to make, but um, between you and me, I'd be very surprised if he doesn't play, but there's, there's no guarantee as yet, um, but um, I, I think he probably will. The only um, player that we're really missing will be uh, Grimesy, and he, we do miss him. He's, he's a you know real balance for us, but that's all right. You've, We've got young uh, Gibkiss coming through and um, Boulder coming through, so they need to come through at some stage anyway, so it's good to give them the opportunity to play in a final. Just getting off uh, Richmond for a moment, and, and the Neil Balm life story. I mean, there's a lovely cover out and a lovely book out. You're an author. <laughs> you've done everything else. I mean, you've won every premiership available to man, and it's a, it's a great title, A Tale of Two Men. I loved it. Uh, AFL Hardest Man and Sharpest Minds. Who, who thought of that title, did you, or did someone put those words in your mouth? Oh, no, well, no, it's really not. It's my. It's around my life, but Anson Cameron, who's a mate of mine, has written some beautiful stuff. Uh, he wrote it. Um, Carmel and the kids were trying to talk me into doing something about a book because I've had so much, you know, 50 years in footy. It's almost irresponsible not to, not to, to sort of write it. 
Um, but I was a little bit hesitant, thought it was a little bit selfish and all that sort of stuff. But they said, well, what about if we could get Anson to write it? And that's when I started to be take it seriously because he is a beautiful writer. And he's spoken to everyone else. So he's got everyone else's opinion. It's not just my story. It's it's a big footy story based on my 50 years in footy. So uh, that's kind of where it was. And, and what he's come up with is that, is that when you look at how I was seen as a player, particularly in the early years, was a touch mad. And how I'm seen as an administrator later on is reasonably sane. <laughs> so they reckon uh, it is a tale of two men in some ways. And it probably is. I mean, that we played in a different time where you could get away with a lot more stuff. And, I, you know, we were a kill or be killed at the Tigers. And I sort of took that on a little bit uh, too seriously, probably, even though that's, it's not really in my nature. I've never had a fight off the field or anything. But um, as a player, I felt that I had to try and intimidate the opposition. We had to really make it hard for them to you know, to play well. And part of that was uh, mm. probably getting away with a few things that you get a, you get life for at the minute. So I was a, a bit lucky in a lot of ways. That's interesting, Neil, um, saying people thought you were mad and they kept on, you know, play the game against uh, Carlton where you, you swung a couple. But it seemed more like controlled violence. It didn't seem like you just, you know, going willy-nilly. When you, you feel like you were in some sort of control as a young bloke then or not? Oh, yeah. I, honestly, I never played angry. I, I, it was a conscious thing to, to try and intimidate the opposition and do a few things, but um, it doesn't look like it. But I, I never played angry, no. So it, I wasn't mad. I just looked like I was mad. I must say, uh, I, I did play against the, the Tigers in your time. Uh, there was also a bloke that I, I played full back one day. There's a guy called full forward called Ricky McLean on me. Jeez, I, I was I was probably the loosest fullback ever to play on him. Uh, oh, he was mad. <laughs> 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 Don't blame you. <laughs> Gee, he was scary. I... He he, was, oh. he probably uh, influenced me to be a bit the way I was in some ways. Yeah, we were pretty good mates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he actually did some damage. It was great times. So look, it's the the book. Uh, yeah, actually, Tim Watson wrote one about me. Uh, he got asked a lot of people. I've never read it actually. And someone said to me, why haven't you read it? And I said, well, if it's all true, I don't need to read it. You have the same thought? <laughs> it's probably right. Oh, I've read it a few times because I had to read it for answer to make sure it was right and where it needed to be. I, no, I think, um, well, but mine's more of a footy story than a Neil Baum story in a way oh, okay. because I've been so many different places and so many things. Like even, you know, when I was lucky enough as a young bloke to have to give away footy, but but Norwood appointed me as their coach as a 28-year-old or whatever. Yeah. And they're, you know, such a wonderful established club with people like uh, Wally Miller in particular around the place. I was so lucky that I was able to go into that environment and learn about what coaching's about and what footy's about rather than just play. Because in a funny way, at Richmond, we, we're almost told not to think about the game. Just do what, you, what you're supposed to do. Head over the ball, go in as hard as you can, kick it as long as you can, um, and nothing else. So I... And I knew there was more to the game than, than what we were doing. And fortunately, I was lucky enough to go to South Australian footy and in particular Nord, who, you know, really knew a lot more about it, um, you know, with the old Jack O'Day influence and all that sort of stuff. It was really very interesting for me and, and helped me enormously, I must admit. Just getting back to the Tigers, your hunger's back, no doubt, Barmy, you're playing some super footy. Um, no Dustin Martin, but Shay Bolton, a oh boy, I reckon he's as skillful as anyone going around. Uh, Noah Cumberland, he walks in, kicks goals every week. Rioli applies the pressure. Little fella tackles so well. You mentioned Gipkis down back. So there's a, it's more than your brigade too that have to do the heavy lifting after the older boys have done it for the last four or five years. Well, as we know, that's the challenge in footy is to keep yourself... At, you, your old players aren't going to be there forever. You've got to replace them. And even uh, Sonzi's playing pretty well in the midfielder and 
and there's probably a half a dozen other kids that have really come on well this year in the VFL program, etc., who we think will have an impact next year. So I think I think we've sort of trying to get that recipe right of, you know, not, you know, you're a great team for a while, then you fall away for four or five years before you come back. We've got, you've got to keep yourself uh, up there with them. And I think we're probably, uh, it looks like we might be able to get away with that with any sort of luck. You mentioned uh, Grimes and as now. you said, Bol- uh, Bolton is uh, something special, isn't he? Oh, is he ever. Uh, you mentioned Grimes here. Robbie Tarrant, I mean, it was inspired in some ways. I thought he started a bit slow, but he, his form's got better, hasn't he? Uh, Galvanising the back line a bit. Oh, yeah, he does his job. Yeah, he does his job really well. He stands up well. Uh, we can rely on him. So, uh, yeah, he, he, I think he took a little while to get used to what he had to do, but he's been very important for us, no doubt. What do you make of Brisbane Army? They've sort of been a little bit hot and cold. They certainly can score. They score quickly, but also leaking a few goals. So how do you see them approaching the game this week? Yeah, well, that's what we've got to do. We've got to keep bringing the pressure and make it really hard for them to defend because I think that's what they haven't done all that well. But when you look at the, the names of their players, they've got a really strong midfield. They've got, if you know, if their forwards have a good day, they will kick a lot of goals. Um, so they, they've got they've got a good story to tell, but we've just got to keep the pressure on them and make it hard for them to play well. And the, I think I think that's what we're reasonably good at. Our defensive work's pretty strong. We keep the pressure on, and hopefully we turn offense into defense into offense as much as we can, so we can still score pretty well as well. But uh, I don't know. But um, they're a good team. They, they've got a good story to tell. Um, but I, we think we're pretty confident we'll be okay. And what about the coach, Damien Harbick? Difficult year for not only him, but the club. He looks like he's back on track and enjoying it, refreshed. And is he doing anything different? Is he giving someone else a bit more control? Or have you seen Damien this year? Oh, he, he handles his people really well. Um, he's still got, um, you know, a big, strong say and still has a lot of control. But he does. He really help. He really lets his assistant coaches do their jobs in their, in their lines, etc. He always goes to the players and asks them their opinion on what's going on as well, which is very important. It's, and even if you don't do what they say you want to do, at least you're engaging them and making them feel as though you're listening and let, making them really be responsible for what's going on, which is the, the way of the world nowadays. It's, it's not do as I say. It's everyone needs to work together. And if you can work together, well, you'll get a better outcome. There's no doubt about that. And Damien's a very strong believer in that. Actually, Neil, I reckon from your coaching days, you were a bit like that. You were a bit of a forerunner for that sort of system, uh, you know, with, with your days at uh, Nord and then at Melbourne Footy Club. You, you were very similar to that. Yeah, I think I, I think I was a bit before my time. <laughs> yeah. A bit, bit before my time. But <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you... I'll tell you uh, Joe Goodnick didn't help me too much, I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, I had one of those somewhere. I forget where it was now. Uh, yeah. Hey, um, Noah Cumberland. Eight games, 18 goals. Where's he been hiding? Well, it's interesting. Um, when you look at him, you, some things you, you think he, he's not sure what he's doing, and all of a sudden he'll do something. You go, God, where did that come from? But he's a very strong, competitive kid so, and kicks it beautifully. So he's, um, he's mostly he does anyway. He had an odd, an odd one last week that wasn't so good. But um, no, he's, he's a. He, he's, it been a surprise to me in lots of ways, but he's been terrific, hasn't he? He stood up really well. And Tom Lynch, um, he's a monster up forward. I thought unlucky not to be All-Australian. When he's firing, Richmond firing, and uh, his form the last six, eight weeks, Neil, has been really good. Yeah, he's marking the ball nicely, isn't he? He's a, he and he works very hard. He's a terrific team man as well. So, 
Yes, if he has a good day, it makes it hard for the opposition. So we can only keep our fingers crossed, can't we? Yeah. Just in closing, Neil, quietly confident. You're a man, a very rational man. I won't let anyone say you're mad from any point of the, the compass, but you must be confident because your form's been pretty good. They've been patchy. And as you say, you have won a grand <laughs> final up there. Oh, no, we again, as I said earlier on, I think our best is good enough. We've just got to bring it. Um, and we've been a little bit up and down this year, which is the only thing that would be uncertain of. But I think the attitude's good. The, um, the boys are really keen. Uh, the coaches are coaching them well. They know what they're up for. Um, yeah, I'd be surprised if we didn't win, but um, I'm the most optimistic man in the world. So uh, what else would I say? But uh, but they, they've got a story to tell. Uh, they'll be disappointed if they don't. But uh, I, I think we'd be favoured. That would be my gut feel. Yeah, I reckon it's a really, geez, a really interesting game, isn't it? It's a really good matchup. Um, hey, good luck with the book sales too, Neil. It's obviously a wonderful read. Uh, yeah, it's been pretty popular, I think. So hopefully, yeah, get hold of it. <laughs> Enjoy the read. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I really appreciate you being interested. I really do. Good stuff. Uh, Neil Baum there for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Thanking Australia for making Polaris that, exactly that, selling side-by-side brand 21 years in a row. Our guest, Neil Baum. Sports Day for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Sports ASA, Malcolm Blight and David Wildey, all thanks to Weeks, Weeks Homes. Discover different, exceptional customer service or Weeks. And Tyre Power, what about them? Think safety this August. Get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local Tyre Power. Well, man, we always speak to when uh, Brisbane are playing with the finals or playing the Crows of Port is Ben Hudson. He's been around a very, uh, well, he's a journeyman, isn't he, really? Yeah, played at uh, four or five clubs and 170-odd games. Pretty good player. And coached for a long while. Yeah. It's a massive game this week. It's hard to pick a winner. Brisbane at home, don't lose too many. Richmond in form. We thought we'd speak to Ben again. Ben, thanks for your time. And, uh, yeah, the final series shaping up. Uh, how do you think you're placed? Uh, well, we're in it. So uh, we're a chance. Uh, I think as all teams does this time of year, uh, get a week to freshen up. You know, the opponent tigers pretty well, as they do us. And uh, we're lucky enough to earn the right for a home final. And, uh, yeah. Whereas uh, we're in a good position, uh, we're a chance uh, in September. Almost been, uh, you have been up and down. Even the game against Richmond was a game of two halves. You, you spanked them early and they came home with a wet sail. So, um, yeah, it, it's really hard to pick a winner. You have got a few players out, but you've got good depth. You can cover those all right? Yeah, we have. And unfortunately, that that, that happens with, with all teams. Uh, we're lucky enough our VFL side is, is still in the finals as well. So we've had uh, some consistent performance at all two levels. Uh, and, yeah, the guys that will come in will, will get their chance. Um, yeah, and we're quite confident. They, they certainly know their role and, and their game plan and we'll, uh, they'll put their best foot forward. Now, uh, Chris Fagan, the senior coach, has been – this is his sixth season. You've, you've been there for five years with the mids and rucks and a few other roles. But the last three years, fifth, fourth, fifth – now, there's a lot of commentators say, well, Brisbane, they're not going to win anything because history says they're going to run fifth, fourth, fifth. Mm. We all know that's a lot of fitting and rubbish, but there's got to be some learnings from that, doesn't there, Ben, that some boys, those boys, that you've been through this, and sometimes most clubs go through this. Yeah, I think that that is the case. You make a good point there, Blighty. I think this is our fourth year in a row we've made the finals and, and, and any team that can consistently do that, I think there's only Geelong that have done it mm. at the current uh, the current crop. 
the, our next challenge is, as he said, to learn from, yeah, finishing fourth, fifth, and and fourth, and probably the finals uh, record isn't where we want to to be. But yeah, finals aren't given to you on a plate that, that you have to earn the right to win them or first get in them. And yeah, and and I think every year, so the past three, you know, our fourth year from finals, we we've learned something and we get a chance to yeah to to see how what we've learned and how we can perform Thursday night. Yeah, and they're hard to get to. I mean, everyone, I think, yeah, I, I, I never understand that. You're actually consistent. And eventually, if you're consistent enough, you keep turning up, you win. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah so, and hey, I, I, I think that's where we've won enough. Yep. Yep. Just a quick one. Now, Lockie Neal, I mean, I love him. And he's been my, almost my favourite player for the last three or four years. Now, he's, he's been tagged a bit lately, and it has quelled him, but that's when you need the other boys to help out or even him to do something slightly different. So are, are you preparing for that? It looks as though that's going to happen from the Tigers. Yeah, I think it has, and, and you, you make a sort of valid point there. He's probably probably in the second half of the year. That's been um, teams that get coming against us have sort of uh, have highlighted if you're able to tag in a way, Lockie can shut him out. And I think uh, younger mids and even our more senior mids have been able to adapt. And yeah, I suppose as a coaching group and a playing group, we've got to come up with ways to, and we both all know that when Lockie's playing at our best, we're performing probably a little bit better. But he, he's certainly not the be all and end all, but we certainly have to find ways to continue to let him contribute in games. Player I like, Ben, is Caden Coleman. Um, he seems to be a very good user of the ball off the, the half-back flank, just like Daniel Rich. Have you been pleased with his improvement this year? Yeah, it's, he's been terrific. He's uh, he's out of our academy um, and was able to play before he was uh, drafted to us at, at the NEFL level. So he's come through the, the academy. Uh, terrific young, young man, I think. The more games he's played, he started as a small forward and he's uh, progressed to a, sort of a half-back and his ability to read the play. And, and for a lightly-framed guy, he's certainly very strong in the contest. I think he played a bit of league growing up, so he can certainly tackle. But, yeah, he, he's been another, you know, a, a young player from the Lions that has really shown improvement and uh, his ability to perform in big games in, in such a short career has been a uh, testament to the work he puts in. Our guest is uh, Ben Hudson, assistant coach at Brisbane. There has been a criticism, um, Ben, of Brisbane that sometimes when it gets in your forward line and the big guys go for it, it pops out too easily. Uh, you know, apart from Charlie and maybe Bailey and McCarthy, it's not enough uh, being able to hold the ball in that forward 50. Is that a fair criticism or is it unwarranted? No, I think it's a bit like that finals record. I think at times it, it can be warranted. Uh, if those big boys, and we, we choose to play three tools, so majority of the time we've got, yeah, three six foot sixes up there. They're certainly pretty mobile. They fly for their marks. At times, they can't grab them all, and I suppose the role of those small forwards, you talk about Charlie uh, and Link in there to, to get those ground ball bales, Zorks when he's there, but yeah, at our best, I think we're a very dangerous forward line. I think in any uh, club at the AFL level, when the ball comes out easily to their forward line, yeah, it, it's not the greatest uh, thing to look at. But I think as a whole, we're, we're a fairly dangerous uh, forward 50 side and our ability to score. I think we're up there with the top offensive sides in the comp. So, yeah, and I think defensively is where finals are certainly won.
Then, an area of the game right in your wheelhouse, the Ruckman. Oscar McInerney. When I first saw him, I, you know, he was one of those skinny kids and you think, oh, he's a bit gawky and a bit awkward. And I had a look today. He's, he's eighth in hitouts. I know it's not the BNL end or, you know, there's got to be hitouts to teammate, all that sort of stuff. But that's a rapid rise from this gawky kid that, that looked as though he was struggling early. He's actually made a real good career for himself. Yeah, he has. I reckon uh, this uh, Thursday he racks up his 100th AFL game, which is a terrific achievement for a mature age player. But uh, you thought he's scoring when he first came in. I actually met him when I was at Collingwood back in 2014, uh, and I did a little bit of work with him. He was 17, and I dead said you couldn't see him. Uh, in He was that skinny. Uh, he, he probably weighed about 45 kilos and was about wow. six foot nine. At the time, so he's well into the hundred kilo uh, weight range. He's progressed. He works on his craft as well as his off-field stuff. So it's a terrific achievement, and he just he, he plugs away and he puts effort in. And uh, as as he he's a very humble human who would uh, downgrade his ability. But mate, he's a terrific bloke to coach, and he's certainly added to the Brisbane Lions, both on and off the field. Yeah, he can play. Hey, you mentioned one of my favourite players, and uh, he's arguably one of Brisbane's greatest players when you look at his history. We're talking Dane Zorka, involved in an incident with Harrison Petty, apparently a bit of sledging both ways, but um, it looked to be you know quite distressful for a lot of people, including Dane. No doubt you got around him. Uh, he's a senior player, but how's he going now? All, all finished, all behind you, Ben? Oh, I think yeah, it, it was dealt with both from the Lions and, and the Demons, and, and certainly not a no. It's not a proud moment to be involved in, but we, we learned from it. Uh, as you said, we, we were there to support Dane, and uh, he's um, yeah ready to go out there and, and let his footy do the talking. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, uh, not something you, yeah you, you want to be involved in. The club dealt with it as best they can. And, and, yeah, we uh, we move on and hopefully, as you said, let the football do the talking. As a player, he's unbelievable, isn't he? He's best and fairest. He was winning him before he even got to Brisbane. Um, has a happy knacker getting the ball. He's a, he's a hard nut, loves the goal. Very, very important cog in your wheel. Yeah, he is. And a certainly experienced player. He's been able to perform over the years. He certainly brings that X factor but you talk about, and you mentioned that uh, sometimes the Lions will get uh, criticised for not applying uh, pressure. I, I think over you know the, the span I've been a coach there, when he's at his best, I think the stats are he he applies the greatest pressure yeah. as a uh, as a player. Um, he's intent to win the ball back. He's a fiery, competitive human that loves to win at everything. And obviously now him and uh, Richie and the like, uh, Mitch Robinson, getting in the latter part of their career. So, yeah, it's a chance for us as a football club to, to continue on and, and hopefully knock off the, the Tigers and, and go into week two of the finals. Gee, you t- you've taken my next question. I was just going to say, Zorko, Rich and those older players, I mean, I reckon they're always the key in finals. Your senior players just have to stand up and those sort of boys... They've just got to put their best foot forward. I know they, I mean, they'll try their guts out, but they've just got to be really sane and sensible about the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think your point about being sane and sensible, there's, uh, yeah, the pressure cooker of finals at times. And I think everyone needs to take a deep breath from the coaches to the players and, and know what you've done throughout the year will hold you in good stead. Yes, you want to perform at your best. And I, I think 
particularly this final against Richmond, it's going to be there's going to be you have going to have to win it a few times against a quality side. It's not going to be a, a one side of affair. There's going to be ebbs and flows, and it's the team that can um, continue to perform and bounce back from you know not allowing the teams to go two or three goals ahead, fighting back, and and they'll be the one that gets to sing their song coming in a Thursday night. Well, Ben, good luck. It's, look, it's a mouth-watering game. The whole first week of finals is it's very hard to pick a winner in any of the games. Uh, good luck. Thanks for your time, and uh, hopefully it stops raining up there and you've got some nice, clear uh, conditions. Oh, well, as a battling old ruckman, I wouldn't care if it rained, but for those <laughs> that are skillful and want a good performance, I'll have a great, uh, clean evening, boys, and I hope to speak to you next week. Good stuff. <laughs> Benny Hudson there. Thanks to Tire Pamp, expert car service, book online at repcoservice.com. And bloody, I know we talk about it a lot, but we do because it's a great car. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage cars of the year. Bloody, that's it for us. Uh, yeah. Gee, that went quick. Spoke to Barmy. Yeah, Richmond. Uh, Brisbane. Ben Hudson. We spoke about the Crows list too. Um, yes. Bacchanara's giving the A graders, B graders, C graders. We didn't necessarily agree with some of them, but uh, hey, it's an opinion, as you say. Absolutely, yep. No, it's just, it's just, gee, what four great games, aren't they? They really are. Tuesday, true or false, great, and uh, looking forward to the finals this week. So you go home. I know Patsy's got a beautiful meal, one or two glasses of nice little red wine, and we'll do it all again tomorrow between 6 and 7. Bye for now. Bye, David. Sports Day for Kia's EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year, and Lumo, Lumo SA, SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.